What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go? Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Welcome back to the show, guys. It's a Thursday edition of Dude to Bed Sports, and uh, we're coming down off that Oklahoma high, the OU Texas high, and, and we're back here, and we're going to give some reason and logic into the OU situation a little bit later. We're going to cover, yeah, we're going to try our best. We're going to cover all uh, the big games also in uh, uh, yeah, college football and the NFL. So are you ready, Papa Dude? Well, I think I've still got a Texas hangover. I, I've had a cold ever since I – or something ever since I got home. I've got the sniffles, and I don't feel awful, but I don't – it's not COVID. Or, you know, I've had COVID. I know what that is. So, and I still can taste and smell everything. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to get through it. It's not a real good week for college football. They don't have a lot of huge games this week. But there's some interesting ones. Yeah, uh, I think – I think it quietly will be entertaining. Uh, that's yeah. for sure. But I, I think you're right. It's it's not like that marquee Saturday. Although you know, last week on paper was it really no? But it just turned out that way because of how right. damn good those games were. So uh, let's get right into it. Let's get to college football. I mean, that's right. we have we have been. Uh, I'll, let's just get to it right off the bat here. Uh, I will pull it if I pull it up. There we go. I pull it up here. Oklahoma, we're, I didn't even make a banner on it, but we got to talk about the situation. Oklahoma, a 13 and a half point favorite this weekend as TCU comes calling. Uh, TCU usually plays pretty well in Norman, usually will give us a game. Uh, the OU quarterback situation, it seemingly looks like uh, Caleb Williams is definitely going to start. Uh, if you missed it, Spencer Rattler was not at practice on Monday. Uh, Lincoln Riley says he gave him the day off. Uh, Lincoln Riley's dad says he was sick and the Oklahoma media says he just quit <laughs> and didn't show up. Uh, he was back on Tuesday. Um, uh, the Oklahoma media, well, the Oklahoma, uh, student newspaper spying on practice practices closed at Oklahoma. They were spying on practice from the journalism building with binoculars. And they said, <laughs> Caleb Williams was getting all the first team reps. Now the media is barred from uh, the uh, from the OU football uh, facility until after the game on Saturday. So that's a summary of what's going on. Oh, by the way, they're going to play a football game. OU's a two, almost a two-touchdown favorite. What do you see happen Saturday night? <laughs> well, uh, that's a lot to digest. It is. There. And uh, the one thing about following Oklahoma, there's always something going on. There's always some his, some kind of – crazy stuff going on and Lincoln Riley I, I don't know whether he thought this was going to happen uh whenever he uh came on and supported Rattler the way he did in his press conference the other day and, and not naming a starter because the Oklahoma detectives are on the hunt man and I'm telling you they're digging up stuff I haven't heard they somebody went to the registrar's office at OU and Spencer Rattler's not even registered as a student at Oklahoma. And of course, then, you know, all that, they went running with that. And it's just crazy down there uh, right now. Um, I think reading between the lines, and that's all we can do. And that's yeah. all anybody can do. You know, no one knows for sure. It sounds to me like Rattler came to, and, and, and Riley had a meeting, mm -hmm. probably Sunday. And I am going to assume that he had decided to transfer. I mean, that's kind of kind of what you got to assume, or maybe even he was going to quit the team. And uh, then Lincoln decided, hey, take a day and think about it before you make a decision. And he went through all of the pros and cons of staying with the team or not. And he gave him the practice off uh, Monday. Now, I've done that before as a coach. I've had not, of course, I never coached at anything at this level. Yeah. But I've had kids that have had some emotional problems and they've been benched and they're struggling a little bit. And I've gave them a day off. I've just said, get out of here. Don't practice today. 
And Monday would be a day, uh, I would think, at OU when you didn't practice very hard. You did, you know, you didn't do a lot of physical stuff on Monday. It's kind of a just kind of a walkthrough type day, probably getting ready, getting used to the game plan, things like that. So it would be a day where you could let him have time off, but he ain't starting Saturday. That's for sure, because you don't miss a practice at all, yeah. unless you're hurt or sick. And, of course, his father's come out and said he's sick, and therein, again, lies a huge part of the problem. His dad shouldn't be publishing statements on this, and it's just making the whole thing look worse. So that's what the situation is. The problem that I see is this is a huge distraction. It cannot be avoided. Those players have got to be involved in this, I would think. So how are they going to come out and play Saturday night? I don't know. It's a real question, Mark. And I think 13 and a half points, it's it's way too much to bet on Oklahoma here. Not only that, look at the games they played against uh, Division uh, One opponents. Mm-hmm. They've been one-score games. And so now yeah. I, you're asking them to cover 13 and a half. Uh, the defense has struggled, obviously, the last couple of weeks. This TCU offense has been able to put up some points. Um, the distraction of Rattler, the distraction of the win that they got over Texas. Yeah. I'm expecting a tight game here. Mm-hmm. And then, not to mention, you got a true freshman quarterback who is making his first ever start. Sure, he got some some really yeah. nice experience last week, but it's still his first ever start. Uh, and that's different. So, yeah, I'm taking TCU plus the 13 and a half. Yeah, as far as the Rattler situation, you lose your job or you, or you do, you didn't even really lose it, but you just kind of got benched and replaced. Yes. And then your attitude is to kind of quit. I'm going to transfer. I'm not going to come to practice Monday and try to win the job back. Right. Tells me all I need to know about him. Um, you guys have listened to this from the start. No, I've, I've never been a Rattler fan. I did think he was starting to play a little bit better this year until the Texas game. I I am surprised that it went down like it did. But his actions have told us the direction we have to go. Rattler's kind of forced us being OU, not that I'm a part of it, but forced uh, uh, Riley. You got to start Caleb Williams now. You can't deal with that kind of stuff. And if you're going to start a quarterback on Saturday, you can't miss any practice during the week unless it's for an injury. And no. That's just what it is. So Caleb's going to start. We'll see what they could do. I, I, I'm super excited to see it, but I'm I'm legitimately worried that this game oh, yeah. might, you know, might get away from OU. They might slip up. Well, one of the reasons the line's where it is, too, is TCU is reporting some injuries to their starting quarterback and their starting running back. They're both listed as questionable. The mm-hmm. line started at 11, I think, and it's up to 13 and a half because of that. And I think that's another issue here. We don't know for sure if they're going to play. Now, if they don't play, that's going to really hurt uh, the Frogs' chances of winning. So that's another reason that line is. You know, I was, I've was i listened to all kinds of stuff, you know, the last few days on the OU things, which I'm sure you have too. Yeah. And a guy kind of like kind of made a very good point. You know, if you're a competitor and you got benched and – the coach comes to you and says, hey, we're going to with the other guy, but you have a chance to win that back. Would you go to practice and work your butt off if you really – to get that job back rather than sit around and pout? I'm guessing you probably listened to uh, the Sooner Scoop podcast because yeah. yeah. that's what they were saying. That's what Kerry Murdoch, longtime media member at OU, or covering OU, said. It's, and he said it very well. It's yeah. like, look, he, he, he showed us there. He didn't yeah. he, did, he didn't respond in a, in a manner of – I'm going to get back out there and we're, we're you know, I, I'm, I'm going to get this job back and, and piss on Caleb Williams. No, it was just baby. And, and I'm going to quit and I'm not going to show up Monday. That's the problem. That's his biggest problem overall. Uh, they also talked about, you know, uh, the first interception that he threw uh, Stogner our tight end ran the wrong route, supposedly who knows really. Yes. And you see that happen and quarterbacks, you might see a quarterback get mad, Right, but it, it's not like he just looked at Stogner like, "Why are you making me look bad? What's your problem?" You know, I mean that kind of stuff. It's not going to fly, and I think yeah. that's why we saw that team get a new life when Caleb Williams is in. I, I think it probably weared on him a bit. Uh, Spencer's kind of his own thing. He's his, he's he's his own brand. Uh, yes, that's and that's kind of what happened with the NIL stuff. Right. And it got out of control. That, that's a point I wanted to make too. Him and his father have made him a brand. Yeah. You know, like Jordan. Well, Jordan earned his brand. 
Yeah. And Spencer Rattler has not earned his brand. And you cannot tell me that those players down there don't resent that because yeah. they do. They well, resent it. And what's interesting about this last thing on this, because, I, and I know you probably are watching and say, God, they spent so much time on OU, but really this is a fascinating thing no matter where it's going yeah. on, right? The students were the ones, not, forget about the players, and I agree with what you said. The student body was the one that started the We Want Caleb chant. That's what's that that is what started it. Okay. Yeah. The students. And then the the student like Riley was in the press conference talking about he's a good guy. Rattler's mm -hmm. a good guy. He's a great teammate. He's a great leader. And the and a student body representative uh asked in the press conference, what are what are you seeing in him that we don't see? Because we as students, we don't see that from him. We don't see yes. a guy that's uh, that, that's not selfish. We don't see a guy that's all about the team. What is going on in practice and, and when you're around him that we don't see? That was very interesting that the students yes. commented on that. That tells me that he has been an asshole and he kind of just looks down on people within the, the university, within his peers. Oh, I agree. I've, uh, from, from whenever that happened a couple of weeks ago, of course, we were there. I was shocked that it was coming from the student body. Yeah. It was not coming from the rest of the fans. Usually the student body, they're behind the players because it, I'm not saying that the student body's friends with all the players, but they, they know them. They go to class with them. That's like their buddies in a way. Yes. And you know, they're not, they, I've never heard them boo. It was crazy. Uh, and it's no. directed at one guy. That's it. Is. I don't think any of his teammates like him. The yeah. mystery also in all of this is, He's team. He's a he's he's a captain of the team, which allegedly is the players who elect him. I think they I've purposely coached, put I've, him. I, think I do. The coaches, too. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go. You're you're getting right. Yeah, you're. We're both thinking on the same lines. Yeah. As a coach, we've all used to, and then then we kind of got to where we just chose the captains ourselves. Um, <laughs> if we didn't like who they appointed as captain. And we we rig the vote because you don't want a jerk as a captain. Yeah. You just don't. And when you're coaching high school where I did, there, there was always a popularity contest, you know, and sometimes you didn't want that kid as a captain. Most of the time, the kids hit it right. You know, they, they know. And I think you're absolutely right. I think that coaching staff decided to make him a captain to see if that would give him some leadership, put him yeah. in a leadership role. I don't think there's any doubt that him and Caleb Williams do not like each other. Zero doubt. Yeah, no doubt at all. I think it's one of them's jealous of the other one, or it's both. I don't know what it is, I, it, it, but there's something going on there. The players obviously respond to Williams. It's just a big mess. And uh, we got Jason here made a great comment. Yeah, I was uh, going to put the comments up. Go ahead. Yeah, well yeah. – Will the team rally? That's a very possibility, very big possibility. They may come out and play a house of fire for him. I think the letdown will be minimized by the fact that it's Caleb Williams. And let's face it, it's been exciting around there. You know, oh. I don't think anybody in the program uh, is it, kind of been like, well, we're not going to care. Or it's, you know, I think they're lasered in because because of all that's been around them. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's can Caleb Williams make enough plays? Can yeah. he look like he did in the Cotton Bowl when he's having to start? And can he do it week after week? Right. I definitely think, Jason, they're going to rally. To, oh, and I, yeah. think, I think they'll be ready to play. And I'll tell you another thing, Aaron. That crowd Saturday night, the fact that it's a night game. Yep. We're coming off that Texas high. The crowd is going to be bananas I, in this game. I expect this to be the loudest home crowd we've had in a long time yeah. because everybody, the last home game we had, everybody wanted Rattler benched at the half. And mm -hmm. then like I said, coming off the Texas game where the crowd was unbelievable. I expect it to be very wild. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely think OU is going to be ready. I just think defensively, they've got too many problems to cover a 13 and a half point spread. Uh, final couple things here. Uh, Kevin O said he's never had adversity before and it shows yeah, pretty much a uh, loner, selfish player that, that seems Barry. to be. Yep. 
reading between the lines what that is. Uh, and then, uh, yes, Magic, we did talk about the binoculars on the practice. And, uh, it, you know, like I said, all media has been borrowed well, from anything OU. I heard this today, and you probably have heard it too, Aaron. The uh, banning of the media did not come from the coaching staff. Right. It came from the administration above. Now, what these guys did uh, with the binocular, what, what's wrong with that? I mean, that's just reporting. It, you know? It's a joke. It's a total joke that, oh, you did that uh, yeah. to the media. Here's why. Two reasons. Number one, they didn't do anything wrong. They were, at, they were on They did campus. their job. <laughs> it, correct. Number two, it was the student newspaper. Yeah. Okay. And now you're going to, all these other people who did nothing wrong, you're going to ban all of them. And, yeah. and these are people that are out there trying to make a living off your ass. I mean, to, to me, it, it's that's petty by OU. They made a huge it mistake is. doing that. And they're doing it to protect a guy who, and again, we're reading stuff into this that may not be true, but let's assume he doesn't want to be there. Why are you going to this extreme for a guy that doesn't want to be there? I think it was more of, hey, you're not supposed to watch practice. You reported on practice. You, you, that that's a no no. I think I think that's what more than anything else. I think that's what it was. Well, but, practice somewhere where they can't see you. Yeah, <laughs> go over to that multi million dollar uh, indoor facility and practice over there, which is probably what they're doing now. Yeah. Well, look, Magic has experience with this. Oh, uh, he had the Grand Valley. He went to Grand Valley State uh, to college. He had the sports Info information director. Uh, call him in for a meeting because he broke the news that head coach Brian Kelly was leaving. So there you go. Magic is one of those student reporters that, that has caused trouble. I, I'm guessing the whole media did not get banned because of you there, Magic. But, no. you know, I, I don't but know. It's it's stupid. It's, it's crazy. Good. It's crazy. All right, let's move on, though. We both are taking TCU plus the 13 and a yes. half. Let's move on to the team who lost in the Cotton Bowl. That's Texas. They'll try to bounce back this weekend. Uh, they host undefeated Oklahoma State. It's a big game, right? I mean, yes. Texas really needs to win it. Oklahoma State could get the 6-0. and oh, And uh, you said it on Monday. They could almost kind of eliminate Texas from the Big 12 uh, title game. I mean, they would still have a shot, but a lot of things would have to happen. Texas a five-point favorite here. Can they – I mean, it's it's weird to say building off a loss, but can they kind of build offensively and say, hey, this is what we are now offensively. We're back to being Texas offensively. Oklahoma State hasn't been that great on offense, and can they get a win here? Can they get a win, and can they cover the five? This is a fascinating game. Yeah. Uh, again, we're talking about how is OU going to recover from this. You would think Texas would have a heck of a lot more trouble than Oklahoma because they blew that game. I mean, they just totally blew it. But they have a way of responding after the Oklahoma game, as Oklahoma does, too. This is a huge game. And, again, you know, we're sitting there thinking, well, if Texas loses, they have two losses and they're out. Well, Oklahoma had two losses last year and won the Big 12 championship. So you don't know for sure, but this is going to deal Texas a huge blow because they will have a loss to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. And if tiebreakers get involved, they're out. So. Yeah. They, they got to win this game, you would think. If Oklahoma State wins, they're in the driver's seat to get to the uh, championship game. They got to go to Iowa State next week, too. So that's that's interesting. That's the team that's out there that everybody's kind of forgetting about is Iowa State. In analyzing the game, Texas defense is awful. It is awful. OU gashed them for 660-some yards. They're not very good, and they don't stop the run, and Oklahoma State loves to run the ball. So that's one thing to look for. Can Texas stop the Oklahoma State running game? Texas is going to have some success on Oklahoma State. And everybody says Oklahoma State's defense is better. You know, we hear this every year. This is going to be their first test mm -hmm. against a really good offense. I think Texas will have some success. The other key in the game is the Oklahoma State quarterback is very, very inconsistent. He's prone to turnovers. He's going to have to play a great game. Isn't it funny that Oklahoma State is ranked number 12 and Texas is 25 and Texas is a five-point favorite? Yeah, That's interesting to me. I think Texas is going to win. I don't know whether they'll win by five. So I'm going to take Oklahoma State in the points, but I think Texas is going to win. 
Well, I'm going to pick Texas and the minus five. I kind of think they're going to win big, and this is the biggest reason. I've watched a lot of Oklahoma State. I'm never impressed with them. Every game I'm like, gosh, they should have lost, or they could have lost, or boy, they gave it to them. Uh, kind of similar to Iowa a little bit um, in a way that it just seems like a lot has went right for Oklahoma State. I don't think the Oklahoma State defense is bad, really, but I don't think they've really been tested mm-hmm. with a team like Texas. I think Texas offensively will have enough success. And with it being at home, uh, if it gets into a shootout, I think it favors Texas. Uh, I'm going to go Texas minus the five. Um, Let me ask you this. Go ahead. I always have trouble with this game because who are you rooting for? <laughs> I'm I hate rooting for both. Oklahoma State. I don't have a lot of fear to play Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game. Uh, Texas, I do, because I I don't know what answers we have for Texas uh, uh, defensively. I just don't know how we stop them. Uh, Oklahoma State, I I just know OU, OSU, OU's going to win if it's a big game. That's just the way it is, Uh, so I don't have a lot of fear in this. So I'm going to root for the Cowboys to win here, Um, but I I just – I've watched them a lot. I just have never been real impressed with them, so – um, yeah, who are you, who are, you, are you rooting for the Horns or the Cowboys? It's one of these games that when it's over, you're you're happy one way or the other. Yeah, either way, it's yeah. it's positive, sure, because we still have to play Oklahoma State. So say Texas beats somebody like twenty, it's like okay, that's that's a game where that's the other way to look at it. Yeah, yes. yeah, for sure. All right, let's so move on deal, to a, here's the deal too. You kind of got to look at the two schedules of the teams, which I really haven't. You know what's left for each one of them? Yeah, because I'm like you. I never want to play Texas. I just mm-hmm. don't. I don't care if they're zero and nine. I don't want to play them. So, yeah, I'll I'll be happy either way in this one. Yeah, I, I, that's that's yeah. I, I pretty much agree. Either way, one of the one of them loses, and that's good. Um, all right, let's move on to another eleven o'clock game about Auburn and Arkansas. They're both coming off losses. Um, you, you know, both of these teams really really need to win this game. I think it's going to be a highly competitive game. Arkansas, a four and a half point favorite at home this week. Can the Hogs get back on track and get a win? And can they cover? I think you probably have seen Arkansas more than I have. I've not seen a whole lot of them. I watched some of the Georgia game and got bored and turned it. <laughs> the game's in Fayetteville. And I think that's a big deal uh, in this one. Huge game for Arkansas. Uh, they need this one. If they lose three in a row, they may tank it, you know, they may go down because yeah. they still got to play Alabama and it's a big game for them. I think, I think they're going to win. I don't know. Do you think that line's a little high four and a half? I think, I think Arkansas definitely will. Well, I'm not going to say definitely, but they, they, they've got a good shot to win the game. If, if you just said made me pick one or the other, I would pick Arkansas, but I'm going to take the plus four and a half on Auburn. Me too. I think the line's a little big. Uh, you know, Arkansas teams have trouble stopping people. Yeah. Bo Nix isn't great, but I think he's good enough to score on Arkansas. I think it's going to come down to the Arkansas offense versus the Auburn defense. I think that's yeah. where the matchup is. I, I think you can kind of assume Auburn's going to get high 20s, low 30s. Can Arkansas get that on the Auburn defense? I, I think they can. I think they win like a 31-28 type of game. Me too. I, I'm taking Auburn plus the four and a half. I think it's going to be gotta, a You got to look at the psychological thing here too. Mm-hmm. Arkansas is coming off a really tough loss. Yeah. You know, they could have won. Auburn, they got the crap beat out of them. You recover for that from that a lot easier. Yep. And so, you know, psychologically, it hurts Arkansas. But the game is in Fayetteville, and they play pretty well there. And offensively, they played really good last week. I think they're going to win, but I think they won't cover. All right, let's move on to another uh, SEC game. We're going to stay in the SEC for the rest of the the, the show when it comes to the college game because there's just some interesting ones. And I think this one is uh, Florida, 4-2, and two, number 20 in the country. They go on the road this week to LSU. The sky seems to be falling at LSU. They're 3-3. Three and three. They, they have not looked good. Uh, rumors of coaches might get fired. I mean, Orgeron's seat is very hot right now, but – LSU is an 11 and a half point underdog at home against the Florida team that other than really the Bama game hasn't that they lost actually, but the other, they just haven't looked that great. I don't know. That's 11 and a half. That's a lot of points. Totally agree. 
Uh, we're going to find out, uh, Kevin, if LSU has packed it in, and if they have, they're going to they'll they'll get thumped in this one. Are they going to rally around their coach? That's what we're going to. That's what we don't know for sure. Uh, look at that ticket price. You can get a ticket for as low as twenty seven dollars. I mean, that's incredible. In Baton Rouge, like LSU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. Uh, I'm not impressed with Florida that much. They played really well against Alabama. I, I God, I cannot bet that line. LSU. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them. I I think they beat that spread. I look for them to play well. I don't know if they're good enough to 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 win. I I, I doubt it. But I think they're going to come out and play play pretty good in this one. My stance on this, I'm going to go LSU plus 11 and a half too. And I, I can't buy that they're not going to play hard. I just can't buy it. I, I he's too likable of a coach. Yeah, he is. Maybe, if he's a good coach or not, that's completely up for debate, right? Yeah. But he's too likable. I think they like him too much to just roll over and die here. I wouldn't take them – though still but how good is florida i don't yeah. think they're very good i think what happened with florida we thought they weren't very good they played alabama within two points and we thought oh they're really good and then since then they haven't been any good again i, <laughs> I mean they lost to kentucky i know lsu did too i i don't know i just think lsu will keep it closer i think florida will win but i think lsu keeps it closer than 11 and a half so i am going to go uh, with LSU here to cover. You know, Aaron, this, go ahead. If this comment is, here's the deal, Kevin, we're going to find, like, and, and Pop Dude said, we're going to find out because if LSU gets blown off the field here, they're done. Like, this is the, yes. like, you got to be going through practice and you're going, okay, guys, we're at home. We, we match up physically with Florida. You have to come out thinking you're going to win this game and play with your hair on fire and play knowing we can win, we really need to win. If they don't do that, then they're done. Yeah. And, you know, here's another thing about a lot of this is reputation of the teams. Let's say Kentucky undefeated was coming in there to LSU. What do you think the line would be? Oh, I, I would say. It would be 11 and a half to you. I think LSU might be favored. They might. <laughs> no, they probably yeah, wouldn't be favored. It is. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. It is all about name. And by the yeah. way, let's move on to Kentucky. So Kentucky, once again, has another big game this weekend. 6-0 and uh, Kentucky goes to the number one team in the country now, Georgia, who's 6-0. and uh, This is going to be another game where Georgia's playing a team ranked in the top 25, and they're huge favorites. And they're 22.5-point favorites over the number 11 team in the country, Kentucky. Georgia has covered big spreads uh, with Arkansas and Auburn. 22 and a half here. Will they cover against uh, the Wildcats? Well, they've kicked my ass two weeks in a row, so I'm not going to doubt them again. No. But, you know, I was, I've was i seen a little bit of Kentucky, um, and, they, and they're impressive. I was looking up their stats and things when I was writing an article for this game. Their quarterback is pretty good, and, and he might be the best quarterback Georgia has faced. You know, his statistics are, are, are off the charts. Defensively, Kentucky's not bad. So you can make a case for him. But I, I can't bet against Georgia again. And, you know, you just kind of seem to think the bubble's going to come off of uh, Kentucky. But if you look at Kentucky's schedule, if somehow they win this game, they might go unbeaten. Their schedule's not real tough down the street. I mean, it, there's some games, some pitfalls uh to, to to go still but uh if the miracle happened and they somehow won the game wow that was that would really upset the apple cart i'll tell you and then the other side of things if georgia wins this they got florida next week it's the next game i don't know what's next week or two weeks but anyway i don't see any way they lose a game until the southeast conference championship so this is a big one but i'm going to go with georgia I think Georgia, and this is a little spoiler alert for some of my picks uh, for the top five that I always do so well. Uh, the the line on the over under is forty four and a half in this game. I think Georgia could get that by themselves. Yeah, they could. I think they're going to murder 
Kentucky. <laughs> I really do. Well, again, it's one of those games. Does Kentucky really believe they're capable no. of staying with Georgia? You no. Know? They and don't. it comes down. That's one of those things that comes down to, to tradition. Yep. Now, if it's basketball, different story. Football, they don't win games like this. So, are they happy to be six and zero? And will they be still happy to be six and one? I think that's kind of what sums up Kentucky. Yep, I agree. I, I think that it's it's going to go bad for Kentucky uh, on Saturday. All right, let's move on to a team where it went pretty bad for this team last Saturday, Alabama. will try to bounce back after a shocking loss. They go to Mississippi state, Mississippi state three and two. One of those wins uh, came at Texas A&M where Alabama lost last week. That's very meaningless though. When it comes to this, you can't go by that at all. Alabama 17 point favorite here. Boy, in the past, you would say, well, that's a slam dunk, Alabama. But what do you think? Uh, can they bounce back, and can they cover here against uh, Mississippi State? Well, again, I looked up the statistics, wrote the article, Mississippi State cannot run the football. They cannot run it. So they're going to have to throw it 55 times, and their quarterback's you know, going to have to have a great game. Typical Mike Leach-type game. No, they're not covered. I mean, Alabama's covered. They're going to beat the shit out of them. I think they, I think they are too. You know, it may have been a situation if they would have won, where maybe they come out and they're, you know, maybe they're not quite focused once again, and Mississippi State can give them a game. I think you'll see Alabama's best game of the season here. I think Mississippi State, uh, it's, it's kind of bad timing to be playing Alabama coming off a loss. Uh, the biggest thing though is I think Alabama will score and score a bunch. Uh, I, I think they go up and down the field yeah. on them. Uh, I'm going to go Alabama. Yeah, I don't think the Bulldogs are that good. <laughs> the Pirate is going to walk the plank this game. <laughs> Kevin O says, yeah, maybe. You know, I do think I do think Mississippi State will score some points in this game. Yeah, I, do too. I can see like 55 to 20, you know, something like that. So we'll see how that goes. Here, here you go. Sydney is chiming in. North Dakota State going to spoil homecoming at Illinois State. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's probably true. Well, um, I yeah, we, I think North Dakota State would spoil some homecomings at a lot of Division One schools. I think you're right about that. Yeah, <laughs> they they are fantastic. Here's a here's a little nugget. I think it was 1991. You and I watched North Dakota State That's play right. Pitt State uh, in, in Pittsburgh, Kansas. North Dakota State was a Division Two school at the time. Yep, and it went into two or three overtimes and Pitt State won. Uh, that was a hell of a game. I remember that like as yesterday. So, Oh, yeah, until th- that's one of my the, the best games I've ever seen yeah. in person until last week. <laughs> it, it, it was the field was a mess. It rained well, the whole game, I and mean, it was awesome. An awesome game. North Dakota game. State, Pittsburgh State, 1991. I think it was the quarterfinals or the semifinals of the playoffs. I think it was the quarters. Yeah, look that was, up. I don't know if there's any it was literature great. on it or not. but It was great. That was a hell of a game. Yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, Ronald Moore was the running back, yeah. wasn't it? For yeah, State? what a yeah. player. Yeah, he went to the NFL. He played uh, four or five years for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, yeah, great. Anyway, player. so we'll go ahead. That was a hell of a game. Yeah, North Dakota State. I've always liked them ever since that. Uh, all right, we'll move on to the last college game we're going to talk about. It might be the best game of the week as far as entertainment value goes. Ole Miss, who can't stop anybody and scores like crazy, goes to Tennessee, who can't stop anybody and scores like crazy. Look at that over-under. The over-under is 82-and-a-half in this game. Uh, Ole Miss is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Is it going to be just like the Arkansas game last week that Ole Miss was in? Is it just going to be back and forth all night? Well, I think it will. Uh, Tennessee has put a ton of points on the board the last two weeks. So they can score. Uh, I'm glad you brought this game up because we got to brag on our boy here just a minute. One of my favorite players ever played at OU, uh, Josh Heupel, is the coach at Tennessee, and he's doing a great job down there. They're yeah. four and two. They lost a million players in the transfer portal. I don't know where he got any players to, to be honest with you. With as many Tennessee guys that are scattered across the country now, yeah. former Tennessee players. And he's got them going. And for some reason, I get stuff on Facebook from Tennessee and I watch some of it. And it's really that it's they, he's energized that program down there. There's little things they're doing and they're having fun. 
they can win this. They can win this game because Mississippi can't stop anybody. And when you go on the road and you can't stop anybody, you can get beat. It doesn't matter. I think Mississippi's quarterback is better, and I think they'll be able to outscore them. I would say you're looking like 52 to 40, maybe mm-hmm. something in that ballpark. Huge game for Tennessee because their schedule is really tough after this one. I mean, yeah. tough. I think Tennessee wins. I hope so. I really do. I I, I don't. I don't know. I I think I overrated Ole Miss a little bit. The last two games, of course, Alabama is is what it is. But, you know, uh, 52 points, very impressive last week. But to give up 51 on Arkansas, your defense hasn't improved one bit from a year ago. Not one bit. And I I think they go on the road here. And I think they struggle. I I think Tennessee's going to win. I'm going to take Tennessee. I I hope so. I'm going to take them out right. I, I I don't feel good about it, really. I don't feel good. I wouldn't feel good about taking Ole Miss either. I just think, you know what? And we've seen it. When you got a defense that bad and you go yeah. on the road, it's it's tough to win. It so is. I'm going to take Tennessee here. And I'll tell um, you another thing. Look at that ticket price. Yeah, 153 bucks. What does that tell price? you? That tells you the people in Tennessee are thrilled about yep. what's going on. Yep. No, and, I, I know. I, I think I think that does say a lot. And I, I it does feel like there's some energy. At yeah. Tennessee for the first time. I still don't think they're that good. Let me be very no. clear. But, no. uh, this but was... they used to be, Aaron. And if he can recruit yeah. and if he can get that fan base built up again, and they obviously are at this point, there is no reason why Tennessee won't come back it... and, and be a force on, on in the SEC uh, East because they just yep. got to be a little bit better than what they are now to be second in the SEC East. You know, yeah. they're not in the West where it's so tough. But so, here's our next three opponents. You ready? Yep. They go to Alabama next week. They go to Kentucky the next week. And then they get to go to Georgia. Or then Georgia comes in to Tennessee. That's yeah. their next three games. Wow. It, it's not going to be easy for Tennessee. And that's no. well, this is a huge game, right? They, yeah, if they can is. win this one, that's 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 a big one to, to get. So yeah, I mean, but listen, it's the SEC. It's never easy for a team yeah. that, that's not Alabama and Georgia to try to get up to that level. That's what all of them are really trying to yeah. fight to do right now. Quick note, it was 1992, the Pitt State-North uh, okay. Dakota State game. I looked it up on Wikipedia. So Pitt State won the national title in 1991, and uh, it was number one versus number two that day in 1992. Pitt State was number one. North Dakota State was number was two. 38-37 game. in overtime. Pitt State won the game. You remember then? I think it was the next year. I believe that Pitt State played North Dakota. Yes, and it rained harder than any I've ever set out in in my life. Yep. And when I got home, I rang water out of my underwear for like three hours. Yeah, was it that, was bad. Yeah, I was yeah. soaked all the way through. And I think that game was like eighteen to twelve or something like that. Yeah, it was very very low scoring game. The field was mud. Basically, you couldn't even tell where the yardage markers were. Yeah. Uh, the North Dakota State game, 38-37, uh, North Dakota State scored, and they went for two uh, in overtime. Yeah. And the kids, like half the kid's body was in the end zone. But what happened, he kind of got spun right at the right at the goal line. And so his he got spun backwards, and his legs were in the end zone, but the ball never crossed. It, it was incredible. Was I wish I could find a, a film of that. Well, I, I will never forget the Pitt State announcer's call Yeah, that play. Yeah. yeah. You've only game. been like nine years old, and you still remember it. You know. Oh, I do. Yeah, he yeah. guy went crazy. He was kind of a legendary. He didn't caller. make it. He yeah. didn't make it. Remember yeah. that? That was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it was It was incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah that's it's. Yeah, I'd like to say that's still one of the best games ever that, with, uh, that I've ever been to. It, it was, was great. It was unreal. Yep. Um, all right, let's move on, though, because I don't think people really care. Maybe Sydney cares, but nobody else really cares about <laughs> Pitt State and North Dakota State from 1992. Let's move on to a game that's going to happen tonight. How about that? How about Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay at Philadelphia? Tampa Bay seven-point favorites. I think Tom Brady was maybe like, what, 37 years old in 1992? Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's still playing. So big game here. Eagles coming off a, a win. Uh, Jalen Hurts, we kind of talked about him on Monday. He's playing better than we kind of thought. But the Eagles aren't good. 
Um, can Tampa Bay kind of go on the road and take care of business here? It kind of feels like they should. I think they'll cover this game, but what about you? God, I hate seven points in the pros. In the NFL, seven is a huge line. Yeah. Sure, they should cover. There's no question uh, they should cover. I feel an, uh, an awful lot better about it had Philly not come back and won at Carolina Sunday, so that gives them a little bit of a lift. Uh, I don't see any way Philadelphia can can, can uh, uh, stop Tampa Bay. I think Tampa's going to score enough points. Uh, the Tampa Bay pass defense is awful. They've given up a ton of yards. And Jalen Hurts is going to make some plays. But I think I, – I, I just don't see how Philadelphia can score enough to beat them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Tampa to cover. I haven't got a Thursday night game right yet, though. So. <laughs> I know. Thursday nights can be tricky for sure. I think the cover, simple fact of I, – I just don't think Tampa stops them. Uh, you look at the Kansas City uh, – or I'm sorry, I don't think Philadelphia stops them. You right. look at the, the uh, Kansas City-Philadelphia game from a couple of weeks ago – Philly scored, like you said, but they they couldn't stop Kansas City. Tampa Bay's scoring on everybody. I think they score a lot tonight. I think Philadelphia will get a, a decent amount of points, but I, I'm looking at like a 42-28 type of game. I think Tampa's too good here. Um, you know, Philly's playing better than we thought they would, but I, I don't think they're ready to beat Tampa Bay. So I'm going to go Tampa Bay minus the seven. Let's move on to, I think this is the biggest game of the weekend, uh, maybe pro or college. This this game is huge. Uh, the Chargers, 4-1, and one, travel to Baltimore to take on the 4-1 Ravens. Uh, the Chargers have been fantastic really all year. The Ravens are fantastic for a few plays and awful for a few plays. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been everything to this Ravens offense. Uh, he, he's, he's been playing tremendous, and then at times he's awful. They're so hit and miss. Baltimore, two-and-a-half-point favorite here. God, how do you see this one playing out? This is a toughie. I mean, this can go either way. I don't I don't think you pick this one. I don't think you bet on this one. This is nuts. You know, you look at the Ravens, and they should be two-and-two, two, you know. Two-and-three. I'm, I'm sorry, two-and-three. They're four-and-one, and that's all that matters. It doesn't matter how you get there. I had them dead and buried. Monday night, and they came back. They've been extremely lucky. But you know what? I'd rather be lucky than good any day. The Chargers have been better. They've been very consistent. You know, their offense is uh, – Herbert is unbelievable. Their wide receivers are unbelievable. But are they going to be the Chargers? Are they going to come out and play like the Chargers? Do yeah. sometimes. This is a critical game. If they win this one – you know, they're five and one. They'll have at least a two-game lead over the Chiefs. They may have a two-game lead over everybody in that division, which suddenly isn't as good as it looked earlier. Huge, huge game. Same thing with the Ravens. They're going to be five and one in a very difficult division. This is going to be a fun game. I doubt if we get to watch it here. I don't know if we'll get this game or not. Depends on when the Chiefs play. I think that would be – the same division that the Chiefs would be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I doubt if we see it. But what a game this is going to be. Um, you know what? I like the Chargers a lot. I'm going to take them. But like I say, I wouldn't bet it for sure. I I think the big problem with the Chargers is they their, their run defense is just atrociously bad. And I think the big problem for them in this game is you're, you're, you're facing a dynamic running attack uh, with, with the Ravens. I think they'll run the ball over them. I saw it last week at the Browns, and the Browns, they should have beat them. And that was at L.A. And it, just one stop for the Browns, and they win the game. I think the I think the Baltimore defense is good enough to get a couple of stops. I don't think it'll take many. Uh, probably going to be another high-scoring game. I'm going to take the Ravens. I, I, think, I think they win this thing. Um, well, it, I like the Chargers better personally, and that's why I picked them. Yeah, it, I, I, I don't care for the Ravens. I, me too. Uh, like, I, I would rather the Chargers win yeah. than the Ravens. I don't really and like And I'm not them. betting any money, so I'm betting on the Chargers. I'm just picking the Chargers. Yeah, well, that, that maybe that's the way to look at it. I just, yeah, I tried to look at it. Of course, shit, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I tried to look at it. As... And again, here's another thing I always do in a toss up game like this mm-hmm. Who has the prettiest uniforms? No. No the Chargers <laughs> uniforms are awesome. 
They're so pretty. I love those uniforms. They I have the best uniforms in the NFL. They're so pretty. I when they wear that powder them. blue, when they wear the yes. powder blue. Yeah, their home uniforms are great. Uh, uh, when we when you write games about the Chargers, I usually put them as the picture because it just it looks good. Yeah, it's just pretty. But, uh, anyway, I I do think Baltimore runs on them. Runs yeah. on them hard. So I, I, I think Baltimore gets the job done here. Here's this one. This is going to be really interesting. So I just talked about the Browns and how they blew it against the Chargers. The Browns are three and two. They're a three-point favorite at home against the Arizona Cardinals. So my two teams going head-to-head here. Cardinals are the last undefeated team in the NFL. Now they're underdogs. I'm on the Browns here. Uh, I, I The Browns could really be 5-0 and oh if they weren't the Browns and find ways to lose. Uh, I, I've looked at it as I think the Browns are better than the Cardinals. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with the Browns. They, they, that was just awful last week. And uh, even against Minnesota, they won, but they were awful. I think they're going to beat them. What do you think? Well, it depends on if they get their players back. They got a lot of guys hurt. Mm-hmm. I was reading the injury report. I never have ever done that in my life. I've been reading injury reports. Man, I tell you, I've been studying. <laughs> Um, they lost a couple of guys out of the secondary, which they're not going to get them back. And they've also got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt listed as questionable. So they're banged up. They didn't practice Wednesday. So I'm not, you know, I'm a little surprised at the line with the injuries, um, the way they are. I think it shows you that Vegas doesn't have a lot of faith in, uh, Arizona's five and five and zero record. Yeah. And again, is it time for the Cardinals to lose? Or is the bubble going to burst? I don't. I don't know. I thought the Browns' defense was good until last week, and they were just awful last week. You know, they score forty-two. That should be enough. What a matchup for OU fans! Yeah. And has there ever been in the history of the NFL two quarterbacks from the same school that win the Heisman <laughs> Trophy? back-to-back years going head-to-head in a game. Yeah, no. I'll bet every dime I got that that's never happened before. I sure can't think of it. I don't know. And also former number one picks as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty incredible. You know, we only got to watch Kyler for one year, Mm -hmm. you know, and we got to watch Baker for three years. And therefore most OU fans like, like Baker better than they do Kyler because he was with us a little bit longer. So we got to know him yep. uh, personally. So I root for him over Kyler just for that reason. I think Kyler may be better. You know, I really do. He has more talent than, than Baker. Baker yeah. wins with his smarts and his competitiveness and his willpower where Kyler might be the freakiest player, you know, in the NFL. With his talent, he's just incredible. There's no might. Kyler Murray's better than Baker Mayfield. The might, yeah, he, 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 um, he is. I the line is three. Okay, I got to pick, don't I? Yep. Um, Cleveland needs to win this game. A lot worse than Arizona. This is the first of three straight home games for the Browns. They need this one very, very bad. If they're healthy, I'm gonna. I, I think they're gonna win. So I'll bank my bet if they're healthy. Now, if one of those running backs can't play, all bets are off. But I'm gonna go with the Browns to win this one because they got to win more than Arizona does. I, I'll never forget the first time. Well, I think we had two games in a row at home when when Kyler was quarterback. And I left both games going. This guy is just. Like, I don't know if he's a great quarterback, but he's the best athlete I've ever watched. Like, he he does things so smoothly and so oh. easily. And it doesn't even look like he's really running that fast. Yeah. And he's pulling away from everybody. I mean, he's he's unbelievable. Um, he's one of those guys that you don't think he's playing hard. It's because so everything comes so easy. Yeah, it's so effortless. And you yep. think, why don't he step it up a little bit? And boom, there he goes 80 yards. So. Yeah. I mean, he's an incredible – and the thing about him, if you stood beside him, you'd be taller than he is. Yeah. I mean, he's not very big. 
No, he's not. He's mm-hmm. not. I, I remember the first Texas game that we lost when he played. We played him twice that year. We won the, the second one, lost the first one. And I thought, yeah, you know, he just came down here and didn't play very well. And he didn't mm-hmm. really look motivated. And then all of a sudden, he makes a run to cut it to seven. And it's just like, I, there's not a person on the planet that could have made mm-hmm. that run he just made. Like, he's kind of going over the sideline, acting like he's going to go out of bounds. Texas looks like he's got him corralled. And he just turned up the field and ran away from her. Yeah. I thought, this kid is is special. And yeah, he, he is. He, I, I feel terrible that they lost that game because he brought him back pretty much mm. single-handedly. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. He's fun to watch. But I, I think Cleveland, with the motivation factor, that they got to win this game. And I don't think the talent is really different between the two too much. I, I think Cleveland wins. I think they run the ball really well in this game. Against the Cardinals defense, I still don't really trust. So, Speaking of defenses, I don't trust. I don't trust the Cowboys' defense, but I also don't trust the Patriots' offense. Dallas goes to New England. It's definitely a matchup on paper that people are going to love. Um, Dallas is a three and a half point favorite on the road. To me, I think they should cover it. What about you? Yeah, I do too. I think the line should be a little bit higher, and I'm a little surprised it's not. The Patriots still have that name, you know, and they and and, and you still have Belichick. And he's he will probably come up with some sort of a scheme that'll give Dallas some trouble. But Dallas has got so many weapons. I mean, and and Prescott is just playing as well as as anybody. Uh, Zeke got a little banged up last week. Um, I, th- I think he's healthy. Though. I believe he'll play. They can run the ball and they can pass the ball, and and that's so hard to defend in the NFL. It's going to come down to is New England's defense good enough to keep them in the game? Because I don't think they can. They've shown so far they don't score very many points. So I don't look at that Dallas defense against the New England offense as much because I think Dallas can play good enough to stop. One thing about Dallas, they've they've stopped the run pretty well. They really have. And and New England doesn't run the ball worth a crap anyway. So it's going to come down to can Mac Jones outplay Dak? Prescott and I don't see I mean he's going to be great there's no doubt but he doesn't have the weapons Prescott's got holy cow CD Lamb is just he's going to be he's emerging as a superstar and and you can't key on him because there's Cooper and the tight end is extremely well and then they throw the ball to Zeke out of the backfield they're tough yeah I think Dallas covers in this one yeah I I do too I think I think they're just going to have a speed advantage I, I think they've got more speed more athletes than the Patriots I just don't see how the Patriots keep this within three and a half. I, I've been shocked by them before. Oh, yeah. I, by the way, look at this. The Patriots are 0-3 at home this yeah. year. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're due to win one. And, that'll well, be- and, and they've lost. Let's see. They lost to Tampa. Yep. So that's okay. Uh, first game to Miami, no. Well, and Miami was a different team when they were there. That's true. Yeah. And they turned the ball over. And then the other one, what was that? The when Saints. It was not- they got beat. Yeah. Yeah. Jones threw three uh, interceptions in that game. Yeah. He didn't play very well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not yeah. a big believer in the Patriots just yet. I think they're getting there. I think they're building towards something, but I don't think they're quite there yet. All right. Last game, we'll talk about the Monday night football game because we're going to move the Monday shows to uh, 7 Eastern, 6 Central time. So we'll go ahead and cover the Monday night game on this show. Uh, the Bills, red hot, number one team in the NFL uh, power rankings for a lot of people. They go on the road at, 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 in a night game for the second straight week. They go to Tennessee, and they have been extremely unreliable. One week, Tennessee looks like the team that we thought they might be that could maybe challenge for an AFC championship. And another week, they're struggling to beat anybody, including the New York Jets. So what Tennessee team shows up on Monday night? Well, that's just it. We don't know. And Buffalo has been extremely consistent. So you have to look at that. Now that line was higher than that. It's down to five and a half now, mm-hmm. which uh, it was six, six and a half. And I was going to take Tennessee, but it keeps dropping. You're right. Tennessee, we don't know what we're going to get. And the quarterback matchup, is it even close between Allen and Tannehill? I don't no. think so. Buffalo's run defense is really good. And, you know, Derrick Henry is a great player for Tennessee. They're going to have to try to run it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills. I wasn't going to, but I'm going to to cover. Uh, I may regret that, but 
I, I really like the Bills. I think they may be the best team in the AFC at this point. You know, we talked about this game yesterday, obviously off the air, and I said, I think I think I'll go Tennessee. And it's funny, I was going to switch to the Bills too, and, and it really just came down to who are we going to trust, right? Yeah. Like this Tennessee team, they sometimes they just come out and they play awful. Yeah, and I'll tell you this: I bet ninety percent of the public doesn't realize this because probably nobody listened or watched the game last week with Tennessee and Jacksonville. Jacksonville had all kinds of chances to beat them yeah, and just did the dumbest thing, whether it was horrific play calling on the goal line or a big turnover at a bad time. Jacksonville had chances to win that game last week against Tennessee. You know, you look at the final score and you go, Oh no. And that was easy. And and Tennessee was easy money. And sure. It ended up being that way. There were moments in that game where they could have lost. And and the big one was Jacksonville, had like, uh, I think it was first and goal from the four, and they were only down by 11, I think it was, and got stopped. And it was fourth and a foot, and instead of running a quarterback sneak, they got in the shotgun and ran the ball and lost yardage. So mm. there was some weird play calling uh, down on the goal line there for Jacksonville, or that would have got tight, and who knows what would have happened. So right. keep that in mind. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to go Buffalo here as well. Um <laughs> The only thing that worries me a little bit about Buffalo is they had to go to Kansas City last week, and this is another tough game for them on the road, back-to-back. Yeah. Probably won't bother them. But sometimes it's hard to go win two straight against, you know, really good teams on the road. They only really had to play a half last week, though. (laughs) That's true. That game was over pretty early. So I don't don't think they're going to have a letdown, you know. No, I don't think they'll have a letdown. (laughs) It's crazy to say that. All right. Let's uh let's wrap it up here with the top five plays of the week uh, weekend I should say. All right, you've got your five there. I've got them up on the screen. Go through them real quick for us. All right, Oregon. You know what? I'm going to have two of these on Friday night. Ooh. So I probably are either going to be really happy or really sick yeah. before these others are even played. Oregon's at home. They had the week off last week, and they're playing California which is a contender to be in my bottom 10. They're only 13 and a half favorite. I don't get that. So that's my lock. I think they cover that easy. I know probably something's probably going on up there. I don't know, but I like that as my lock Clemson. Okay. 14 point favorites again, you know, heavy duty favorites. They go to Syracuse on Friday night. The Orangemen have been playing pretty well. They just can't win. 14, I'm going to pick Syracuse to uh, beat that spread. My third pick, we talked about Dallas. I'm going to go with them. I like LSU to beat the spread against Florida. And then I think Utah is going to defeat Arizona State in uh, wherever that is, Salt Lake City. All right, well. Uh, let's see out of those. Oh yeah. I like them all. So that means you're going to go about one. Oh, don't tell me that. hate to tell you that. Okay. So (laughs) it's time to change things up. Wow. (laughs) It's time to change things up. Uh, I'm going over unders this week (laughs) instead of picking games. Uh, I have been, it's just been, it has just been awful. If, if, if I pick a team on this list, to win. They're going to turn it over four times. You can count on that happening. So I went over under. So here are some games. All right, here we go. Overs. I picked overs. So you need to go unders on these games. These are going to be slugfests, I'm sure. Oh. Number one, Chargers Ravens over 52. I okay. just feel like the Ravens are going to have a lot of success running the ball and they're going to score. And I feel like the Chargers, obviously, you know, they move the ball very well oh, yeah. just about anybody. So what do you think? Over 52 on that one. That makes sense. I th- yeah, both of them have been scoring well. Okay. 31, 28, maybe. Yeah. So look for like a 10 to 7 game there. Yeah, right. probably, number- uh, probably pouring down rain. Yeah. Number two, <laughs> Alabama, Mississippi State over 57 and a half. I think Alabama is going to score a bunch in this game. I think Mississippi State will score a little bit, and I think they'll be able to score enough to make this over 57 and a half. Okay, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, you got to think Alabama's going to score 35 to 40 at least. At least. Which means Mississippi State has scored 17 to, you know, 13 to 17, something like that. 
Yeah, I think so. I, it may be like uh, 48 to 24. I'd take that. that. I would take that. That's an easy over. All right, the third one, the Chiefs and the Washington uh, football team. I don't know why you're doing the Chiefs. Well, over to bet them on the over 55 and a half. They can't stop anybody, and you know they're going to score on Washington. Well, I, I'm not, I'm done with the Chiefs. I don't pick <laughs> nothing. I'm All right, which coach is the fattest. You know, I might pick that. <laughs> Whose coach is the ugliest? I might pick that. Yeah. You know, it depends on okay. who they're playing. No. Belichick fair. kid over there might, you know, throw it, you know. You don't like he that. Might be, no, he might be the ugliest, is what I'm saying. But, uh, no, I'm done with the Chiefs. Okay, 55 and a half. Yeah, 55 and a half over yeah. on that okay. one. The you got to figure the Chiefs are going to score 35. Well, yeah. I think they might score 40. Yeah. I mean, uh, anyway. Okay. The Bucks and the Eagles over 52 and a half. That's tonight. Um, the Bucks have been scoring on everybody. I think the Eagles score enough. I think, I think this goes over tonight. I like that one. Okay. Yeah. And then Georgia and Kentucky, I, I did a little bit of a risk here. Georgia, Kentucky, over 44 and a half. All right. My theory is Georgia can get in the 40s. Okay. And so I don't need a lot of help from Kentucky. here. No. I, I bet this one thinking that Georgia is going to score a ton. I think they're going to get turnovers. Uh, their offense hasn't been bad the last couple of weeks anyway. I think it goes over 44 and a half. That's a pretty good bet. In a college game, that's a pretty good bet. All right. So you're on record saying you like – at least four of these. I'm just not an over-under guy. <laughs> just don't. I don't do well on over-unders. I really don't. I, I just don't. And I don't do well on uh, who's going to score more points in the first half. And Yeah. You know, like Samish does. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Okay. Well, which coach is going to pick his nose first than the other one? I don't, I don't bet that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, the over-unders, I, I, I like okay. I like the Chargers and Ravens. I like that okay. one. Okay. All right. I'm a little worried that Washington, I don't know whether their offense is on the Chiefs thing there. I don't know. Okay. Alabama, Fair. Mississippi State, you should be probably okay there, unless Mississippi State lays an egg and doesn't score much. I like the Bucks Eagles for sure. Okay. So the Chargers, Ravens, Bucks, Eagles, I like. The only thing about the Kentuckys if Georgia shuts them out. Yeah, but I don't think they will. So I like that one too. I'm a little worried about your Alabama Mississippi State, just a little. All right, maybe I can have get three wins. That's the that's the goal. Like when you well, go and listen, I I usually am really good at college football. And I just <laughs> have not. Well, any... last week you only picked one college football game, and it wasn't ever close because Which I'm never you, close you pick, on these. What did you pick last week? BYU. Well, that was a good pick. They, but that it's here's so the thing: fun. I lost the turnover margin like twenty-one to two right. when it comes to the combined five. I just have, have no luck. I'm going to change it up. And well, Cindy's cool. got Fresno here. Let's see here. Yeah, Fresno minus three and a half. Of course, at Cindy. Wyoming. At Go Wyoming. Ahead. Where did at Wyoming? Uh, gosh, at Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming's. Mark isn't here, so we can say it. Wyoming's not very good. Uh, I like that. I like Fresno minus three and a half. Mm -hmm. Do you like that one? Not bad. That's bad news for you, Sydney, if I like it. Um, Dennis, you got one? Dennis popped on. Yeah, Dennis is here. He got extremely busy. Good luck. Good luck to you, too, Dennis. You got one? Chime in. We got a couple seconds here. So, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, we'll see. I'll probably lose again, but. Yeah, you know, that, that's the thing. For the show, like during the show, when we're doing the picks, I'm all right. But when I narrow it down to five, we're losing the turnover battle at least four to nothing, at least. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's pretty hard doing these. I have to tell people that it isn't yeah. easy. It's not, but you got to be better than what I've been. So hopefully we turn it around uh, with a little bit of a new strategy here. I always tell people uh, when betting horses, if you have bad luck a couple of days, don't worry about it. I mean, you know, don't change up your strategy. But I've had week after week of this, so it's time to try to change it up. So Yeah, you need to bust out of it some. Yep, yep. So we're going to do a new thing. So look for like a 10 to 7 Monday night football – or a Thursday night football game. Well, make sure you write all – let's see. How many How many of those were college games? Two, wasn't it? Yeah. Just one. Uh, Two. Well, write those down because I'm not, I'll never remember these. Well, 
the great thing about this is I got it saved here in the back end, so I can come in and look at there it. There you go. Because okay. so. <laughs> we'll get to we'll get to listen to a lot of games on the way down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Cindy says her husband has been killing it in football, and he gave her that one. So hmm. once again, All right. Fresno minus three and a half, guys. Keep an eye on that one. Okay, we'll uh, we'll be following that one as well. All right. No. Um, any final thoughts before we sign off here? No, not really. Uh, Six thirty game. Mm-hmm. Get home three in the morning. Yep, It'll be fun. <laughs> maybe we'll yep. get to walk. Maybe we'll get to leave a little early for the first time this year. Other yeah. than that one game you got, you went to. Yeah, and you realize I have been now to what four games, five games, five, five uh, four, four. four. Yep. Yes, right, because one of them was on the road. Yeah, and I have not left the stadium till the last play of the game on yep. every stinking one of them. Well, and usually it might be one a year where yeah. it's like that. Usually when that you play at home and you're OU, it's it's a blowout by the fourth quarter. Yeah, I I Why wouldn't bet this? on being able to leave the stadium this Saturday. I really no, wouldn't. I don't either. I there's just too much that can happen. I'm really, really worried about about this game. I'm not gonna be shocked if OU blows them out. I'm really not. No, I'm never shocked if they do, but but I'm I just I don't think that's gonna happen. I really don't. But I'm I'm just really worried about when you yeah, we've talked about this long enough. When you go back and you look at the play, you know, three of those plays that Williams made, they were great. Don't get me wrong, but it ain't gonna happen again. Yeah. Well, catches. the big thing is they've established Marvin Mims, Kennedy Brooks. Those are great yeah. guys. So that, that will definitely help. So we'll see. We'll see if OU can build on uh, that crazy thing in the Cotton Bowl. Let's see if they can build this week and, and get the true freshman more comfortable as we go along. It's uh, like I said it's a reboot of the season for OU. We'll see yeah. what happens. So there, it's going to be another fun week. I don't know how it will match uh, last week. I don't think it will, but still well, a really, can. really interesting week for everybody. So Guys, thanks for joining us uh, today. We'll be right back on Monday evening, uh, recapping everything we saw and uh, for leading you right up to uh, Monday Night Football. So uh, stay tuned to the program or to the channel, I should say, uh, today as Magic Mike's still coming up at 530 Eastern and then Bleaker's off after that. So a lot going on. Uh, Guys, good luck playing uh, playing, uh, football and the ponies this weekend. And we'll see you right back here on this show on Monday evening.